Hi there, I'm Gianluca Sala and this is the second episode of my podcast called the Tennis Lifestyle Podcast. Um, I'm uh, recording this at my home in Cape Town on the 16th of March 2020. Uh, it's a beautiful day again and um, yeah, on this second episode I'm uh, going to include an interview to my youngest son, Leonardo. Um, I couldn't leave him out. Um, I've, in my first episode, I included an interview with my oldest son, uh, Sebastiano, so I just think it's fair. Uh, but after this, I promise, uh, I've only got two sons, so um, not planning to having more, and um, that's it. I'll be starting to interview other people in the tennis world. Um, what can I say? Um, we are in an incredibly strange situation. Um, I don't know if we should be talking about tennis also because there is no tennis. It's funny how I thought and about this podcast and wanted to start a podcast just simply out of passion, but my timing uh, was kind of not that great. Um, as you all know, uh, all the ATP and WTA and basically all ITF, every single tournament or sport event in the world has been cancelled because of the virus. Um, they're incredible times. Today, Monday, uh, stock market's nearly closing now and uh, the South African stock market has had its worst day ever. And that's after last week, which it had tremendous losses. Um, all kinds of things are happening. Uh, everything's changing day to day. You don't know what to do. Um, I own also my own businesses, takeaways, and I do not know what's going to happen tomorrow or a week or a month from now. Uh, all I know is that yesterday in South Africa, pretty much the trend here is following what's happening all over the world. We've had a few cases. Now they're spiking. We're having much more cases. The president has declared yesterday an emergency, a state of national disaster and emergency. And what happened is that basically everyone's gone into a bit of a panic here. Uh, this morning I went to the supermarket uh, close by in this big shopping center where I've got one of my takeaways. And at nine o'clock there's the largest, longest line of people at the supermarket that I've ever seen. Uh, shelves empty. The pharmacy had, it was busy, they probably turned over more today than they did in the last four months put together. It's crazy. It's, it's mad. I mean, um, it's, you don't know what to do. It's really, really crazy. Uh, I think the next step for us will, well, pretty much the schools have closed. Everything is uh, following that route and uh, we'll probably be forced to stay at home soon as well. And who knows for how long. Um, it's crazy times. I mean, um, uh, it's crazy. But back to the tennis. Um, yeah, as I said, my timing for this wasn't the greatest. Uh, I was hoping to talk about Indian Wells and blah, blah, blah one of my favorite tournaments, and uh, Indian Wells got cancelled. And, you know, that was just like a week ago. And uh, But it feels like it was four months ago. It's crazy. I mean, um, 
I was convinced it was going to be played. And, you know, in hindsight right now, they did the right decision. They made the right decision. I think all the tournaments made the right decision. I also don't see how six weeks is enough time. I'm pretty sure this is going to be extended. Um, you know, I see in Europe, uh, I mean, I'm Italian. I have family in Italy. I speak to them. I have family in the United States. Uh, I have a brother there. I speak to them. I, I don't see this being a quick one month over thing. Um, they seem to have had it under control in China, but also information from China and Korea is a bit sketchy. I'm not 100% sure, but it seems to be getting better there. Uh, so that's a positive note. But anyway, we must be positive. We must be positive and um, hopefully two, three months from now, we're uh, back to uh, talking tennis and watching tennis and uh, loving our sport. Today, I got even an email from my local club saying that uh, the Tennis South Africa Federation said, uh, you know, not to play tennis anywhere. Uh, I, I don't know. That's to me sounds a bit exaggerated. If I just want to go and hit with my son uh, on my own on a tennis court, I don't see what sort of harm I'm doing if I go and stay very far away from anybody else. But we'll see. We'll see how that uh, what happens there. Um, what else has happened in the tennis world? Very little. I mean. Um, yeah, I mean, the cancelling of the, the tournaments and six weeks of no ATP and WTA and um, just a bit of social media from the players, what they're doing, what's going to happen to the points. Uh, actually, there's a lot of things that are unanswered. So um, I think a lot of people have realized that there's a lot more important things right now than uh, tennis and sports. So uh, that's been put a bit in the background. Um, yeah, so anyway, I hope all of you are safe. I hope that things will get better. Uh, as far as my podcasts go, I'm going to try and keep going, simply for the love of it. Um, I'm going to maybe do some other interviews uh, with uh, other people and um, and yeah, take it from there. Um, there's not much else I want to say. Um, oh yeah, there's talk about the Grand Slams and playing tennis in empty stadiums with no public. Uh, that's another topic they've been discussing this past week. Uh, I don't know. I think I think that's not the route to go. I think that, you know, you need the public, you need the people there, you need the atmosphere um, to play a tennis match. In uh, Imagine a final of a Grand Slam with no public uh, atmosphere. I don't know. It would be very strange. Very, very strange. Um, I think they must just wait and then when everything's finished and sorted with this virus get back to normal tournaments with people and audience and spectators and so on. I can understand for the TV. I mean, would I watch on TV a Grand Slam with no audience? 
I don't know, I'd probably try, but I don't know if I'd enjoy it. I've never seen, um, I've seen some challenges and stuff with futures with no audience and uh, spectators. I keep on saying audience, spectators. And I didn't enjoy it very much. So uh, I think uh, ATP tournament would be even worse. I don't know, let me know what you think of that. Um, other than that, I had a very nice interview with Leonardo, my youngest son. Um, listen to it. Uh, he's a bit more, he's, he's not as shy as uh, my oldest son, but um, funny enough, when I put the microphone and the phone close to him and I said, we're doing an interview, he kind of became all quiet all of a sudden. So um, it's quite a, quite a nice one. Um, it's funny how even I learn and find out things that I never knew about them. So um, that's nice as well. Um, so anyway, look, that's it. I don't want to ramble on. Uh, let's face this, uh, world emergency virus and defeat it, flatten that curve and so on. And, uh, hopefully we'll be back to living life normally and happily again soon. Other than that, I'll promise you, you're going to have a much nicer second, uh, sorry, third episode of my podcast. And I'll, um, I'll do something, I'll do something different. I'll prepare something different. Thanks a lot. Keep well. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, amici. Bye. Hi, this uh, is my second podcast and it's my second interview. Um, it's March 15th, uh, Cape Town. I'm at home. It's a very windy day, but a quite a nice day. It's Sunday and uh, I'm with my youngest son, uh, Leonardo Sola. He is 14 years old, uh, soon to be 15 in June. And um, now I will interview him as well. My first episode, I interviewed Sebastiano, who's my oldest son. And so you get to know my whole family. Uh, I won't probably interview my wife because she doesn't play tennis, but um, who knows. Uh, so, Leonardo, how are you? Uh, I'm good. It's been a long Sunday, a lot of schoolwork, but I'm good. Thanks. Okay. I'll go straight to a point. Yesterday we played league. I played in second position and he played in first position for our local club recreation in Somerset West. We both won our singles. I played really badly. <laughs> but then we had to play doubles together. And tell me something. Why did I have to carry you? And why did you play so crap? Tell me. <laughs> I really did play better than you. <laughs> no, you, you played really bad. Seriously, it was it was a long day. I played a good singles, but I was a bit tired in the doubles. But I still I still carried you in the doubles. You're lying. <laughs> I really did play better than you in the doubles. Ah, uh, okay, that's not true. But anyway, but anyway, we'll talk about that maybe a bit later. Um, now, uh, yeah, right now, uh, what can I say? Uh, you have been playing tennis probably how long now? Since, Since you were nine, I was nine, ten, nine, ten. Since. So it's about five, five years more, more or less. Yeah. 
And um, what's your earliest memory of tennis? The very first thing you can remember. The very first thing I can remember was probably uh, training with one of my old... I'm not even sure, maybe my oldest coach, Neil. Yeah. When I used to play with him in primary school, I just remember playing with him on the courts. And yeah, that was probably my earliest memory. Your just earliest memory. With, so that was in um, Rhenish? Yeah, Rhenish. When okay. I was grade four, three. Yeah. Okay. That's your earliest memory. Yeah. And how did that feel? What what sort of uh, memory do you have of um, that? I do remember in, enjoying it a lot. Uh, the groups, I did a lot of group squads. It was very nice. I do remember it being very nice. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, that's uh, that's interesting. You don't remember anything before that, like Argentina? No, I don't. Were there? No, I don't. I nothing. Okay, that's your first memory. Yeah. Okay, uh, how do you feel right now? How do you feel like how you are playing? Are you happy? Uh, all around, I'm happy with how I'm playing. Could work on a few things here and there, but all around, I'm happy. Okay. Do you think somebody your age... Okay, let's just put it into perspective. You've been playing for four or five years in South Africa. We've been doing a lot of local tournaments, tennis South Africa tournaments. We've been doing nationals, big tournaments, smaller tournaments, etc., etc. No international tournaments. Okay, you have done a few ITFs here. Started, like, yeah. last year. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, to be honest, I think you're, you've actually been playing so-so or just for fun or not really well until you were about 13. About us, about yeah. grade 7. Yeah. 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 Then something happened. What happened? Because in your age group, uh, you started to play a lot better, yeah. um, especially not last year. I would say the year before you already started playing better. That's 2018, towards yeah. the end of 2018. And then 2019, I'm not saying this to make you feel better or uh, make you feel yeah. like cool or anything because after all, they are just national tournaments. Yeah. But you had a really good year in under 14. Yeah. Uh, you literally won every single match you played, except yeah. one, I think. I lost. Yeah, yeah which yeah. you lost in a final. Yeah. You won... <clears throat> The South African Super 8 race, which is the biggest uh, um, combination of tournaments and points. Yeah. Uh, you ended the year ranked one or two. I'm not even sure. I think, I think two. two. Uh, but, um, but you won every single match. You won a lot of tournaments. You won the Nationals, which is yeah. great. Under 14 nationals, and uh, yeah, you did really well. I mean, you went from nowhere to basically winning everything. Yeah, how did that feel? Uh, well, it was kind of a big jump, it felt good at the time, to be honest. Um, my age group is obviously not one of the best out of all the age groups, but still huge achievements, and um, I'm happy about it. Yeah, from here, what do you think you can do? Uh, well, what's the, your goal? My short term for for under sixteen and long term. What's your under sixteen goal? You're in your first year of under sixteen. My first year of under sixteen. I'm just trying to work on training a lot and trying to improve a lot. I'm not too worried about my ranking or whatever. I'd rather worry about my ranking next year when I'm in my year. 
but for this year, I'm probably just going to work on training hard and improving a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And your long-term goal? Uh, long-term, I'm hoping to try getting to a nice college in America and study something that I want to study there and play, hopefully, in the first division there, yeah. But what's your... Um, do you think you'd like to bring tennis to another level or just use it as a means to do other things? Or haven't you made um, your mind up yet? I haven't made my mind 100% up, but I'm pretty sure... I want to do it just to try getting to a good college and then uh, pursue it from there. But I'm not 100% sure yet. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, what about ITFs? Do you think those are important? Uh, do you want to do more? ITFs. Or what age um, would you like to do them? Because, I mean, that's under 18. You're yeah. 14 now, so um, yeah. you've um, still got four years, four or five years. At the moment... I think it's good that I do the local ITFs that I can do. Um, probably, I do think they're important, uh, but at the moment, I should just stick with the local ones, and when I'm around, maybe even next year, 16, 17, I should try, go to some in uh, neighboring countries and try to do one in them, yeah. Okay. Um, what's, uh, again, you've been playing also for your school? Yeah. Paul Roos, which you love very much. Yeah. And uh, you've been playing for the under-19 team and under-15 team. How does that feel? Do you like group team tennis more than single tennis? How does that... Uh... Um, I definitely prefer the whole um, vibe of a team than just singular tennis. Uh, I feel like your team helps you a lot in ways as in motivating you and just it's just much more of a nicer vibe. Uh, talking to your teammates and going with them through the journey of the tournament, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, then, uh, yeah. So, if you have to describe to somebody that's never, ever seen you um, how you play, how would you describe the way you play? Well, at the moment, I would say I'm a... All quarter, I don't have... My strength is my backhand, probably. I would say my backhand is my strength. Um, I can hit a forehand, I can hit a backhand. I'm alright at moving. I'm an all quarter. I don't have a solid game plan like a serve and volley. I'm just an all quarter. I can hit whatever shot I want to at the time, yeah. Okay. Just and what's your strength? Well, for my age at the moment, since I'm pretty tall compared to my other people, I would say my serve and my backhand is my strength at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think you need to do to get yourself to the next level? Like really, really uh, improve? The next level, I would think what I should do is I should develop a very good forehand. My backhand is already kind of there. Just develop a very good forehand and... Always movements can increase, yeah. Okay. One thing we didn't say that probably people don't know is that you're left-handed. Yeah, so I'm that's quite uh, different to put it into perspective. Yeah. You've got those uh, angles, especially on your serve, on the ad side, yeah. and all that that yeah. comes into um, good use. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's uh, a bit about you. Um What's your, uh, why, like, this, is a, this is a question that I always ask, why do you play tennis? 
Be honest. Um, because I, mean, I make you. No. Because <laughs> no. you've got nothing better to do. No, I do. Because you enjoy tennis. it. Because you want to achieve something. Be honest. Why? Why do you play tennis? Well, my main purpose of playing tennis is mainly because I enjoy it a lot, and as I said, to help me get into a college in America is my main reason that I play tennis. It's because I enjoy it and I want to get into a college. It will help me. Okay. And, uh, I mean, you, um, also here, let's be honest, you go to school, so you're a full-time student, you finish school, two, three o'clock, you take the bus, you're home, three, four o'clock. Hours to train, you have maybe two hours a day that you could do it, yep. and you don't really do two hours a day, let's be honest, no. you you probably do an hour a day oh, right. and then weekends you've got tournaments and you play matches and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, in the bigger picture, you don't train a lot, yeah. uh, but you do consistently train. You could train more. Um, don't you think you should be training more? Well, personally, uh, I can always train more, but I think the training that I'm doing now is, is good enough. It's, it's a good amount. I don't think I need to train more or less. I'm happy with how I'm training now. But don't you think you'd become much better quicker if you train more? Well, yes, probably I would, but I'm fine with what I'm doing now, I guess. You're I'd, happy with what yeah, you're doing now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. What happens if uh, people your age uh, start uh, getting better a lot quicker? Because this is the age, fourteen to eighteen, when things change very quickly. Well, if I see people are starting to get a lot better, then I'll uh, lift up my game and train hard and train much more often. You know. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, I I talk to a lot of fellow tennis players, and a lot of them, a lot of them also have um, seasons for tennis. They do another sport and. Winter, mm. for example, and then they tennis is their summer sport. So, mm. yeah. Who's who's who? Who would you say is? Who would you say in the in the juniors in South Africa is somebody you really admire or look up to or think who's really good? Juniors in South that Africa that you've seen play or. Uh, well, probably my main, like if I could put it idol as a junior, is probably um well the guy in my school, Carl Redman. Uh, I would probably say is one of the most I look up to him probably the most just just because he goes to school as well and he's still very very good at tennis competing so he's in your same school yeah and he's, he's in the same good, team yeah. as me yeah Carl school. is um, for for those of you who don't know who probably most of you don't know is, is in the same school as Leonardo uh, Paul Roos in Stellenbosch Cape Town and yeah, he's a very good player. He's um, he's a bit older. I don't know. He's seven, 17, 17, I think. And uh, he's around two, three hundred. I don't know. ITF. And uh, yeah, he's a very good player. I mean, he plays really well. He, um, also won the nationals last year under sixteen. So yeah, uh, your school actually has got some very good tennis very good players. Tennis players yeah, so yeah. you can uh, yeah. improve a lot. Um, how about your brother? Sebastiano, do you think he's uh, uh, motivated you or uh, pushed you? <laughs> to be honest, or, uh, he was what? probably the main reason I started playing tennis. Mm. Just at a young age, I saw him playing tennis and I thought, yeah, my older brother's playing it, why don't I play it? But then when I started playing it, I realized, yeah, I enjoy it. So he was probably the main reason why I started it. 
And to be honest, in a way, yeah, he does motivate me. Like if he goes and trains one day and then I take that day off, uh, I'll feel like, yo, I should have been training today because he was training. Then I'll try train the next day and so forth. So I would say he actually motivates me, yeah. Okay. Okay, here is where it becomes also a bit personal. Hmm. You kind of started at uh, primary school, playing a bit, uh, as you said, with Neil, who's a friend of ours. Yeah. And then um, you went into academy in Stellenbosch as well, uh, played in an academy. But then I think, what is it now, maybe two years, something like that? Now I've been training with you. That you've been, yeah, training with me. Uh, why do I do it? I do it because um, I thought there was... Um, a need, I didn't see you and your brother improve that much in the academy. And it was a lot of money for something that I could have done. That's one of the reasons. And um, also, I'm very passionate. So I thought, you know, in the afternoon, evenings, uh, when we can, we must train. And uh, again, what do you think? Do you think, uh, do you think we're okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, tell me your opinion, or do you think you could maybe do something else, or... Um, what I think is... I won't get offended, no, trust what, me. What I think is, um, I think you're good, yeah, no, very good, but um, at a point now, I just, when I train, I'd like to do drills, which is what you give me, and most academies make you hit with someone, which I'm not very fond of, so I'm fine with training with you. And what I like to do is organize matches once or mm. twice a week. And that, I feel like, helps a lot. Which in an academy, I guess, yeah, you do play matches once a week or so, which would help a lot as well. But, yeah, I'm happy with you. It's so, right now, it's fine. It's fine, yeah. yeah. Just play matches once mm. or twice a week, yeah. Okay. Where do you, where do you think... Um, okay, no, I won't, actually, I won't go into it. I don't want to go too much into the, the stuff. And how about... Um, Physically, technically, tactically, and mentally, how would you put that in your um, to one to four for where you are right now? Like importance. Which is my, oh, importance. No, no, or importance. Which I'm no, no, importance. What's it again? Physically, technically, mentally. Physically, like conditioning, footwork, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all that sort of stuff. Uh, balance. Uh, technically, you know how you hit a forehand, backhand, blah blah blah. Tactically and mentally, in in one to four, where where would you put that um, in order of importance? Where you are right now? Um, for importance, I would put physically very important because the tournaments we play are over a couple of days, and you play a couple of matches a day, so you have to stay physically strong. So you'd put that at number one. Number one, I'd put okay. physical. Number two. I'd put mental because a lot of the kids my age or our age aren't very mentally strong. So if you have a very good mental, uh, you have a much more higher advantage than them. I'd put mental second. Um, what are the other two? Technical and tactical. Tactical. Then I'd put I'd put tactical three just because you need to know your tactics against certain players, and then I would put technical four. Okay. It's still all of them are very important, but I'll just put technical at four because okay. you have my technique already and whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
What else? You were lucky to get a sponsorship from Head. Do you like your Head rackets? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with my rackets. Yeah. I like them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They are the Head Extreme MP, those super bright yellow, yellow ones. ones yeah. yeah. And your shoes, how are those shoes? Well, I thought they would last longer, but they are they very comfy. Oh, they're comfortable. They're very comfy. And yeah, they only they, these are the head uh, like the top of the range head tennis shoes. Uh, I must say they 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 yeah, lasted yeah. not too long, but yeah. are they comfortable? You say they're very yeah, they're comfortable. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I like them a lot. Anyway, thanks to Head because yeah. I mean at the end of the day, Head has given you a lot, yeah. and that was really nice of them, Head South Africa, and. Um, They've been very kind and their products are quality. They've given you strings, overgrips, bags, all kinds of stuff. So you've been very lucky. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, I play with a head as well and um, they are really good rackets. Um, okay, going back to yesterday. So yesterday you played league. We play for Recreation, which is the biggest tennis club as far as members of South Africa in Somerset West in Cape Town. Uh, we recently joined this club because we moved to Somerset West, a little town outside Cape Town. And it's a nice club. We've met a lot of people. There's some good players, uh, all kinds of players. And we joined the league, which you play against other clubs. Um, okay, you haven't really played that much because you also had other school tournaments tennis, and school yeah. tennis, etc. And uh, yesterday you played and... Um, we lost. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as a team, we, as lost. A team we lost. Yeah, we yeah. lost. Uh, I won my singles, but like really, really, at or played really bad. Uh, you won your singles, and then we managed to lose the doubles. And yeah. then whose fault is that? Mine. Ah. Uh, so you admit it. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You see. Yeah. 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 I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. I actually thought I played pretty good. Anyway, that's it. Um, look, there's a lot more to talk about. I'm not going to... We might do another time once this podcast gets going. We'll do another another interview. And um, let me ask you... We finish off with the super tie-break quiz. Mm. Ten questions. And you just say what you think. And... Um, yeah, you can just answer whatever you think. Okay. Yep. You ready? Mm. Okay. Uh, favorite player of all time? Of all time. Yeah. Um, Novak Djokovic. Novak Djokovic. Okay. Why? I just like the style of how he plays, and that he's one of the only players that have a positive ratio against Federer and Nadal. Okay. Yeah. Um, your favorite shot? Favorite shots would be my backhand, just because it's my best shots. Backhand, just okay. Okay. Favorite court you've ever played in can be anywhere. Oh, favorite in court. the world, anywhere. It can be right next to home. Well, my favorite court I've ever played on would probably be in my old car in Spain. Probably just for the mere fact that it was a clay court. Yeah. Okay. One of the only clay courts, yeah. And that was yeah. in the Global Tennis Academy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, favorite tournament in the world to that, watch? That, oh, to watch? Yeah. Probably Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Yeah. Okay. Wimbledon. 
Just because I've been there mm. and seen it, yeah. Okay. Um, what's, um, yeah, your favorite uh, forehand? My favorite forehand? Yeah, can be anyone. Best forehand for you? Uh, and a tennis player. Yeah, it can be player. any tennis player now, before, whatever. Um, jeez, I would not know. I would also probably have to say Djokovic, just because it's forehand. so consistent. Okay, best best backhand or, that you've seen. Djokovic, Djokovic. Jeez, is this going to be Djokovic Djok- everything? Djokovic, that's Djokovic. the best backhand on this. Best serve. I, I have to admit, I do like Krieger as a serve, just because Curious. he has that okay. underarm serve as well, you know. Okay. Uh, best volleys. I would have to say Nadal has. Okay, that's quite place. interesting. I'd probably also put Nadal. Yeah. Because um, he doesn't come to the net, but I've never seen him lose a point at the net, which is yeah. kind of incredible. Okay, I don't know how many questions I've asked you, but anyway, um, your favorite city in the world. Um, my favorite city in the world. I would probably probably have to say London, just because I've actually visited it and I enjoy the vibe in London a lot. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Favorite food. Oh, my favorite food I have to say is sushi. Yeah, that I knew. Yeah. That's already sushi. Sushi. Yeah. Yeah. sushi. Okay, I think that's probably around ten questions. Um, yeah. I didn't. Uh, count them um okay if you have to this is the final one okay imagine tennis 2050 so 30 years from now how do you think tennis will look like in 30 years from now well i could probably only imagine better than what it looks like now because as when you were younger it was obviously a big difference in how they play now than when you were younger Obviously, yeah. Because of how the rackets are Equipment, new, everything. speed, courts, I can only balls, imagine, everything. I can only imagine 2050, the game what? must be much... How faster. will it look? I would say everyone would, everyone would... Everyone's game would be a lot quicker, I would have to say. Everyone would be hitting the ball harder, moving quicker, mentally stronger. Everything would just or be Or would better. that cause like a bit of a problem? I don't think so, no. With the court? Probably not. I mean, how harder can you hit? Think about that. True. But I don't think it will. Would there be any rule changes? Rule changes? I mean, I, if, you start, I hitting, think if you start hitting harder your serve as they are doing now, it will just be a serve feast. Serve, yeah. Um, I don't know. I couldn't probably predict, but I think there would have to be a few changes in the rules as we go along, you yeah. know, mm. just to make it fair, you yeah. know. Okay. But you don't know what? I have no clue, no. You haven't got too much of an imagination, eh? No, I do not. <laughs> Maybe make the service block smaller. Make it smaller? Harder, to make it harder to okay. serve in, yeah. Alright. I, I don't know. Okay. Okay, well that's it. Uh, I, I think you're happy that we finished this because you, you, you said you really weren't looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah. You see, it wasn't that difficult. No. Eh? Mm-mm. And uh, anything else you want to tell us? No. Let's lead us out, exit this interview with some words of wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, words of wisdom. Uh, no, I don't have any words of wisdom. No, you must have some. Come on. What 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 is your tennis mantra? My tennis. <laughs> Put in you like. There. What is pain? There is no pain. What is this? Sounds like a rap song. No. What? That's what me and one of the tennis players said. There is no pain. There is no pain. No pain, no game. So I must make you work harder for yeah. more pain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No pain, no game. Okay. That's it. Thank you very much. We will um, post this, our uh, second interview, second podcast. And um, hopefully things will get better. What's your what's your final view on the coronavirus? Yes. Are we all screwed? Uh, well, hopefully, I don't think I will be screwed, but uh, economically, yes, and for the elders, yes, could be bad. But are we gonna? Are we gonna? We're get, gonna push through. Are we gonna get through this? Yes, we will. We'll have to. Is it? And yeah. what's at the other end? What's what's gonna happen once we get through this? Who's gonna be something a, great? Is there something great? Hope something amazing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe um, world. Uh, I don't know. They find. Uh, they they invent something that is amazing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A cure to all diseases. Cure to diseases. Uh, climate change problems and. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Ciao, ciao, and Good speak bye. next time. You can say bye-bye to Cheers. You. bye bye. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye bye.